Club V is Cavan's best over 21's entertainment venue. With state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar, as well as a cocktail bar, outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area, so you can sit, relax and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel. Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Moving on, uh, and, and Michael, you alluded to us earlier on about with Liam Galligan and the physique, and it just it, it brought to mind the Kilku players, the Kilku setup, and how you look at a player with physical development and every one of the Kilku players looked like that looked like they had been to the gym or not necessarily just in pumping weights but they're doing the right strength and conditioning program and they're the senior champions in down and you compared them to the physique and, and the look of most of the Kings Cup players it looked like amateurs against professionals really yeah the, physically they just look streets ahead of uh, of the Kings Cup boys you know there was very few like when you actually go through the matchups, there was probably only one Kingsford player who was m- more athletic than his Kilku counterpart, and that that turned out to be Peter Corrigan, the young Peter Corrigan. Mm-hmm. He was able to win the ball out in front of his player, while every single you know Kilku player, every single defender was on top of the forward, and every single uh, forward was on top of the the respective defenders, more or less. You know, not not every single battle was won, but 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 the key was eighty to ninety percent of them, and you know. It, you, you just had to look at them, to, and it wasn't like they just walked out of a gym. But physically, the size of some of their their legs and everything, you know that they'd been doing the right kind of weights. That they that they were strong, they were able to cover ground. They were just explosive. They were <laughs> able to just break through tackles. And and when they when they tried to go from back to front, when they were transitioning the ball, because they got men behind the ball, and when they went, they went at speed. They absolutely broke it. Like it was nearly like watching a county team break in the way they broke that quick, you know. It, it really was like, and again, I have to hold my hand up here. We had the debate last week, and I was uh, <laughs> this here, is a historic moment. Here's the humble pie coming, but I, I honestly thought Kings Court were going to be able to compete. I think I can't argue with you boys now at this stage. It, I've, I've lost the argument. Cavan senior football is just not as good as the rest of the province and, and it's that I think that's why I'm I'm bitterly frustrated. I'm so disappointed because nineteen points is a, an absolute trudging but it, it just it I suppose is it indicative or is it saying that Calvin football isn't hasn't benefited from around the twenty ones? It it you know the club football hasn't risen because the club footballers in down are obviously way, way ahead of the club footballers in Calvin. Mickey I'll take this one. <laughs> No. <laughs> You're serving up the humble pie today, Minnie. No, I think what, what what we argued about on the podcast before was that that I thought that the Gales, who were the standard bearers for so long, have have dropped. And the reason the championship is now competitive is because the the, the team who was way out in front, who are nine out of ten, have come back down to 
to six and a half or seven out of ten, and the other teams now are, are neck and neck with them. Where the other teams used to be seven and a half, and the Gales were a nine. Now they're all, now they've all dropped. I I think I think they're all a seven. And if you look back through, okay, the Gales were brilliant back then, but like Garner traditionally did quite well in Ulster relatively to, to what we're doing at the minute. They, like they used to, to win the odd game in Ulster. They used to go close with with the big teams from Derry and everywhere else. Mullahorn, I remember them drawing across Midland right. one year. I think it was ninety eight. Like so, so we were competitive back then, and th- that's gone. Like Ballinay lost by four points to Rosslea two years ago, but it was, I was at that one. It was a four point hammering. If we go, if we go through, because I just have the last, the number of uh, or the senior champions for the last ten years. Calvin Gay's last year beaten by Schlockneil. Ballinay the year before beaten by the Fermanagh champions. Well beaten in, in, in actual fact. Mullahorn beaten by Ergil Kieran in two thousand and twelve. Eighteen points. Calvin Gales played the Donegal champions in two thousand and eleven. Did they win that game? No, they lost by a point. They last lost that goal. game. Kings Court two thousand and ten. Donegal champions beat them as well. If I'm right. Yeah, but up in Kings Court. But the thing is. Th- they were competitive. Like that was Kingsford's first championship in seventeen years. But they were, at least they were competitive. What I'm actually trying to look back over is when is the last date that we won? Because I had a conversation with a Leitrim man earlier on who said that Leitrim clubs are very disappointed that they've only won two. Yeah, the last one we, game we won was against in two thousand eight against the Gauls. Two thousand and eight. Yeah, up in Belfast. And then I wonder even going against the Gauls team that had won an All Ireland title. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. was a, a phenomenal result by Calvin. But even the following year, Damien, the Gauls drew. Well, they went lost an extra time. And there were six points up in that game, so we were competitive. Four men down. Yeah, <laughs> six no. points up and four men sent off. Yeah, we were competitive up until three or four years ago, but that's gone by the way. But now. still, but still, by the point that when Calvin Gales were at their peak, they still couldn't get over the line. Like, what? What's the problem? You look back over ourselves and Fermanagh are the only two counties that haven't won an Ulster Club senior title. Ourselves yeah. and Fermanagh. Well, Donegal, ha- Donegal haven't won one in forty years, but yeah, they have won. They they have have one. One, yeah, like yeah. we haven't been in a final since 95 was it or 90 95. yeah 95 with, with you know wh- how are we that far behind and we are that far behind and, and I'm you know I'm frustrated I'm wondering what's gone wrong what goes wrong Michael Romar Energy offer the best energy solutions for your home and business we offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet. Well, definitely, we've too many clubs. Like that's been shown. Even the Quinn report sh- showed it up. I wrote an article in the Celt about it. It's, it we've too many clubs. We're, we spread, like every club in Cavan has less players to pick from than all the other clubs in Ulster. If you're a club in Monaghan and you know you're picking your under twelve team, they have more players to pick from than a, a random club in Cavan have. You know, Monaghan only has only got twenty six clubs, which is amazing. Does it have thirty? Maybe is it twenty six? It's twenty six as far as I know, and uh, which is amazing okay. when you consider that that. Their population is not that much less than ours, and we have 14 extra clubs. They must have more than 26 because they have 10 senior, 10 intermediate, and 10 junior. They have 30 clubs. Okay, 30. 30, yeah. There's okay. definitely no double ups. No, I don't think so. I think it's 30 straight out clubs, yeah. yeah. But you look at all in North Monaghan, there's two clubs in it. Like you've got Scott's House and you have. Um, Emmy Vale. Sorry, Scott's Town and you have. Emmy Vale. Emmy Vale. Like, like, like oh, you've you got True up there as well. True, sorry. Scott, yeah, Emmy, uh, Scott's House and True. Emmy Vale is. Um, just north of Monaghan, isn't it? It's mo- practically in Monaghan town. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's if, you, if you look at Scottstown, sorry, I keep saying Scottstown. If you look at Scottstown, the area it covers, like they, yeah, they're it's pra- huge. Exactly. Yeah, they're practically taking in all of North Monaghan. Yeah. 
So if you would have one club in West Cavan, that you know would probably be the same population base. Yeah, and plus, plus you've only one team in Monaghan Town, yeah. whereas you've got in in our county town you've got Cavan Gales, Drumalee pulling out of it, Butterbridge now pulling out of it, right especially with, with kids, Killigary. Yeah. As well, you know, they've got a full town there, like, and that's there you go, Monaghan Harps getting to the to the Monaghan County final this year, like. It's, but it can't just be that because well, no, that's a large like we we spread our resources much thinner at club level. So when our whoever comes out of the county is isn't just going to be as well resourced. The the exception to that rule was Cavan Gales, because they are the big club in the town. So when they were came out, they were competitive, you know, and they were they were pretty competitive. And like it probably just shows that Cavan Gales are still the best team in the county but they didn't come out, they didn't win the championship this year because last year when they came out like they were really competitive against Slot Nail they should have won the game you know so if they had to come out maybe they would have been able to perform better than Kingscourt but like we're talking about being competitive there if Kingscourt had it turned up and said we're going to park you know 14 men behind the ball we probably would have had a very different game but they, they left themselves relatively open like yeah they, they, they went man for man and, and at one stage they brought back Ryan Carey to sit in front of the full back line but you could tell he wasn't used to the position. He yeah. wasn't playing the sweeper exceptionally well. But it's still, it's still wh- what still stands out to me is that you could take the best conditioned club team in Cavan and they still wouldn't look as well conditioned as that Kilku team. No. So it's yeah. not just what happened with Kingscourt. Yeah, I'm saying that's, this is across the yeah, county here. That's an excellent point because and <clears throat> we we sat here and we I, we spoke about. Uh, you know, standards changing, and you were saying everybody, every player is going to the gym and you know doing their work. And I, I, at the time, I would have said, "Are they in my head? Are they really?" I, I don't know. Like I, I know, um, if you go outside the county players, right? There's people going to the gym, probably not knowing what they're doing, right? Mm. They're doing the wrong kind of stuff. Um, Damn it! <laughs> 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 so. Um, like you know there's there's not enough education in the county for people to be doing the right sort of stuff you know you have all those under 21 players who have who have um gone through and played on the county under 21 and they've won stuff where are they now are they still are they still got access to the facilities like you know how many how many proper gyms are there in Cavan to let you do the right the, you know the right kind of lifting well there's plenty in Cavan town well uh, are there like there you are, know the, the yeah. leisure centre doesn't have a proper squat rack, you know it doesn't have a. It doesn't, I, oh, I think no, I it doesn't. It has a Smith machine. I know Paul Brady goes to goes to DCU to do a lot of his weights because he can't yeah. get anywhere local. Yeah. What do you mean by proper, proper squat, squat rack? Kevin Crystal only put in proper squat racks uh, in May or April of last year. So the the squat rack that was there, which again I, I'm I'm trying to go to describe where it has. Two vertical bars going up to support the weight. It has its latch-on points, so it doesn't allow you to bend forward or bend back. That's a Smith machine. That's a Smith machine. You don't. That's not a proper squat rack. No. (laughs) Okay. I see. Again, I I don't know. I no. Why the machine does all the balancing for you there? So you're not actually you're not lifting properly. You lift a hell of a lot more weight than that than you you should be lifting on a rack. You know. But you can't do it wrong. You can't squat right. You, you can't, you squat, can't squat wrong can't, on that. You, you actually can't squat correctly on it. You can't squat correctly. No. Okay. Well, damn. Uh, don't, don't be. Don't be telling me that. Uh, these weights never kicked the ball over the bar. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead, and the surrounding counties for over fifty years. A family-owned and family-run business. Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, 
Check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Yeah, but look, if you had seen the game yesterday, right? The, the power of the Kilku players was winning them time and space. And when they had time and space, yeah. they put the ball over the bar. And that was the difference. Kingscourt weren't able... Kingscourt were creating... Peter Corrigan, I think, the, the Kingscourt kick, what, five points, was it, in the end? Yeah. Right, and he won four frees. Peter Corrigan won four of those five, five, five points for them, you know, winning frees. And that, that was it. Like, they, they literally could not create chances for themselves, could not create the, the, the time and the space to put the ball over the bar. And it doesn't matter. Like, no, no one is saying that. Like, you know, it's... It, like... But, Perry Riley was still technic- the best technical footballer on the pitch. There was nobody with the technical ability of Barry Riley on that pitch. None of the Kilkill players are technically as gifted as Barry Riley. Oh, I disagree with you. Okay, well, I'd, ha- I'd have to say Laverty is, is yeah, every bit techni- as good. No, no, he's technically not as good as, as Barry Riley. Laverty won't put the ball over. Laverty can't put the ball over from thirty meter, outside thirty meters. He's a very short range. Like Barry Riley can put the ball over from anywhere inside forty-five meters. I know he missed. He's completely yet. different. But Barry Riley wouldn't have the speed or the but ability to that, tour. When I'm not talking about athletic, I'm saying technical football ability. Like Paul said, oh, well, the weights won't put the ball over the bar. I'm talking about technical football ability. Ball striking here, for example. Just ball striking. Yeah, let's look at ball striking. There was nobody on that pitch can strike a ball better than Barry Riley. But can Barry Riley create the time and space for himself to put the ball over the bar? No. Right? And that, that's, that, that's the benefit. Of, of you can say, oh, well, the weights won't buy you to you know, put the ball over the bar. Well, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. The, what I'm saying is the weights will buy you the time and the space. So for someone like Barry Riley... You know, and I think we we done a we done a podcast for the Anglo Celt about three years ago, and I mentioned about Barry Riley the hypertrophy in the lower limbs. Like he doesn't now, Barry has since got a load of injuries, and he'll probably never be able to fully athletically develop himself the way he needs to develop. But I remember looking at him, going, "God, like he is technically he is everything, but in terms of like speed and explosiveness, he he, he was in terms of county football. He just you know needed to work on that, needed to develop that. But is that not?" Barry Riley is an example of what's going across the entire county. That there's there's probably lots of technically gifted footballers, yeah, but, but they're not maximising their potential. But then you then you have the question: Barry Riley is supremely gifted as a footballer. There's probably other fellas that don't have the, even that, and they, they don't if they don't have the skills that Mickey's talking about, or even close to it, and they don't have the strength and condition, then they're fighting an uphill battle. That's probably what we were looking at yesterday. You think? Uh I'm saying Barry can survive at a certain level with his skills. Yeah. But if you, ta- if, if you take a fellow who doesn't have his skill and still doesn't have the condition that the Kilku lads have, how the hell is he going to compete? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it, it's a very valid point and it's, it's completely true. Would you say the, the uh, Kingscore players from a... Uh, like, work Kilku better, not just athletically, tactically and technically? Were, were all three boxes better from the down point of view versus the cavalry. Well, it definitely looked that way, but I, in my opinion, a lot of it was down to the simple fact of the conditioning that the Kilku boys gave them that advantage at the start. So, therefore, they looked quicker, they were away from their man faster, they were able to run faster and more often, and therefore the skills looked easier to them. So, mm. I, I wouldn't know if they were a more skillful team than Kingscourt, they were definitely. They looked far, far sk- more skillful. Going by, um, 
going by your commentary yesterday, Damien, with Mickey, they, they seemed like they kicked a couple of points. The centre half was it was kicking yeah, points. He was yeah. Now you want to see like the size of two of your legs together is the size of one of this guy's legs. He was just and he was kicking points of fifty yards. Oh, he yeah. could. He he kicked two superb points. Well, like was two, it, what was O'Hanlon? Was it? Yeah, yeah Darrell O'Hanlon. Is he on a down team? No, but I, I tell you, he he probably do, doesn't. He probably looked to actually be carrying a little bit of weight. Um, upper body, you know, he probably wouldn't last the pace if it was if it was intercounty, you know. Yeah, I'll tell you, for for but club scene, he he, he, was a super, he uh, unbelievable. He he was really good. Now he, he probably he is on a par with kicking ability with Barry or right. close to close him, anyway. Yeah, maybe. You know, so like it, I, it, it it's still. I know we're isolating it here on Kingscourt, but it's not its not just on Kingscourt that the problem lies. Here's a hypothetical situation. Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049-8540-206 today. Our unique location for your unique occasion Crover House Hotel The three of us are sitting around here and we debate this every week and we're we're, um, we're wringing our hands here talking about this heavy defeat yesterday so imagine if we sat down and we said look not just us because we, we might have certain biases or whatever we're going to get a selection of football people from across, across the whole county that's going to that's gonna be representative of everyone in the county and underage youths you name it older people younger people whatever then we're going to get a highly respected independent person to meet with them over 18 months and come up with a plan to improve football in this county. <laughs> and what are we going to do then? Do the opposite. <laughs> Throw it in the bin. The number one finding that, that Peter Quinn made in his report was that um, we have too many standalone senior clubs and we need to... So at the time there was, there was um, 14 and he said, it's crazy, there's not 14 standalone clubs up to senior standard in Cavan. He said, scrap it, bring it down to, bring it down to nine and get seven amalgamations. So his two his two things were reform the senior championship by by scrapping seven of the minnows at the bottom and letting every player in the in the county have access to the senior championship if they're good enough. And he said that and make it a sixteen team championship with nine genuine good teams and the rest made up by seven amalgamations. And you'd have a hell of a championship. And what do we do? We ignore the amalgamations and we increase the number of clubs from fourteen to seventeen. So the next, imagine what he must have thought. Imagine, he must have been crestfallen. He delivered his report, and next thing the fixtures come out for the championship, and there's not, there's not fourteen, there's not ten, there's actually seventeen. But the problem with the Quinn report was it had to be voted on by the clubs who were going to be relegated, you know, who were going Turkey's to be bitching for Christmas. Exactly, yeah. that but was the problem. That was the, crux. the sec the second problem was it meant the intermediate and junior championships had to be tied up by the middle of August. Yes, yeah. and that really didn't suit a lot of the clubs. Like the, the right thing would be if the county board said, "Okay, we're just relegating two clubs a year for the next five years yeah. gradually," and people would have just, you know, that's you, it. Yeah, that was the biggest problem was the implementation of it. They yeah. tried to rush it through. Yeah, if they yeah. had, it, if they had it said, "Let's just do this gradually. Let's end up with ten clubs, and then we'll invite amalgamations in further down the line." But just because they made a mess of the implementation of it doesn't mean that it's not still a good plan. Well, it's still a very they, they need to return valid, to it. Like. Yeah, they, they need to, and. It, like when when did that report come out? Three, four years ago. Um, yeah, about three years so ago. So if the county board had it, it, sorry, it was before. It, it, was it was published just after they won their first under twenty one because yeah. he added a little addendum to the end saying, "Look, this has come out of nowhere. This under twenty one success, and we're 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 pleased by it, whatever." But our points still stand. Yeah. Um. Like if if 
if that had been implemented, phased in, let's say four years ago, we'd now be looking at a stage where we'd only have, we started with 14, we'd only have 10 senior clubs. We'd have the same situation as Monaghan have and you could get a few amalgamations in to improve the standard. Yeah. yeah, but they, you think back to the amalgamations that they'd done a couple of years ago. I remember being stuck in amalgamation with ourselves and our bride, and we they got our bride to play on the Thursday night. They got uh, Drumgoon to play on the Friday night. Saturday, neither team played, and on the Sunday, Sunday. we had to go out and play yeah. play matches. Right. So what that meant was now bride said, "Well, we're tra- we're playing on Thursday night, so we're going to train on uh, Monday." And Drumgoon said, well, we're playing on Friday night. We're going to train on Tuesday. So that meant Monday night we couldn't get together for amalgamation. Tuesday night we couldn't get together. Um, Wednesday night too close, too close to not right. Thursday they played Friday we played Saturday we got together had a meeting and then we respected quite so the only time we got together was the day before where we kind you of know the sad thing about that was that would have been a great team that would have been a very yeah. good team yeah. at that stage really but good team and, and it was noticeable when we went to play the games that on the f- on the Sunday because uh, the drum goon boys had played on the Friday I remember looking around and just going all the drum goons legs, uh, guys' legs were gone. They were gone after about 40 minutes of the game. And about five minutes later, I looked around and went, and all the McBride boys, their, their legs were gone. And that was a Red Hills team that, no disrespect, was okay, but it, it wasn't. It shouldn't have been beaten, yeah. beaten that amalgamation by 11 or 12 oh, points. Oh, no way. So but there was another instance in that, that same championship. That was 2010, I think. Because I remember um, there was a Blackwater Gales amalgamation, Mahara, Munch Connacht, and maybe someone else was in it. And they all played in, in the junior championship on the Friday. And then they had to play Kingscourt in the senior championship on the Sunday. And uh, th- the amazing thing about it was Kingscourt had lost to Kukulans in the first group game. Um, Kukulans had beaten this amalgamation. So the winner, had to, Kingscourt had to win to go through. The other crowd really had no chance of beating them. They were all wrecked. And the bookies made Kingscourt 2-1 to one on. I know fellas who emptied their bank accounts on that. It should have been 200-1 to one on. Like, and Kingscourt ended up winning it by 20 points. Yeah, it's something definitely that box, has that to was be. just a box taking exercise that year, like. Yeah, it was, and it's unfortunate that it that it look at I suppose in conclusion we need to revisit the Peter Quinn report and, and start to develop our club system because it's wrong. It's completely wrong in Cavan and it's I'd love to actually I'm gonna try and make contact with Peter Quinn and see would he be interested in Coming into the podcast. Yeah, yeah, if he would, it'd be brilliant. It'd be great to hear what he thinks. Yeah, it would. Revisiting his, his report, that's a very good idea, but Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. <laughs>